Hello and welcome to H2Omics, the Calsons podcast that gives you insight into the smart irrigation and sustainability world. I'm Carolina Alban Stoughton. The city of Murrieta is located in southwestern Riverside County in California. Since its incorporation 32 years ago, Murrieta has experienced significant growth, going from a population of 20,000 in 1991 to about 113,000 this year. At one point, Murrieta was considered one of the fastest growing cities in the state, and its expansion continues to this day. As expected, demand for water has increased. To talk about how Murrieta is balancing population growth and water usage, our guest today is Murrieta Assistant City Manager, Ivan Holler. Ivan has been in this position since 2015, and he was previously Development Services Director for the city. As a landscape architect, he understands the importance of making sure land and resources are used efficiently to benefit communities. Welcome to H2Omics, Ivan, and thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me, Carolina. I'm happy to be here. Murrieta continues to be one of the fastest growing cities in the southwestern Riverside County region and Southern California, for that matter. How does the city balance both population growth and, by extension, the need for increasingly more water? So that is a fairly complex question and unfortunately requires a, a somewhat complex uh, answer. But but here we go. Uh, first of all, the city is not a water purveyor. Uh, rather, our water is supplied by water districts. In our case, we have four water districts. And water suppliers are required to prepare a document called an uh, urban water management plan every five years uh, as a longer term resource planning tool to ensure water supplies are adequate to meet future growth needs. So when a district, a water district, creates its urban water management plan, it also looks at a jurisdiction, in our case, the city of Marietta, It looks at our general plan, which is another long-range planning document that the city uses to guide growth and development over actually a longer horizon, about a 20-year or so horizon is typical for general plans. And when a jurisdiction like us, like the city, when we update our general plan, water suppliers typically provide comments as to whether or not they'll have enough future water to sustain Uh, the population growth that's proposed in the general plan when they review it. So that's kind of the process, the back and forth process between the jurisdictions and and districts or water suppliers, but but it doesn't stop there. Uh, The state of California also requires regions uh, in the state to go through a process that's called a regional housing needs allocation. And and that is designed to make sure that an adequate housing supply is planned for the future. I should note that the regional housing needs allocation process, or RENA as it's known, uh, can be fairly controversial um, in the state. So you, you have to balance through that process, providing an adequate housing supply into the future, with what the water supply agencies um, say that they can supply 
and kind of put all of those together in your in your general plan. So in theory, the communication and planning efforts that I just described between the a jurisdiction like the city of Marietta, water supply agencies, and and the state, in this case, uh, HCD, Housing and Community Development, work hand in hand to ensure an adequate housing and water supply uh, into the future for the residents of the city. That is very interesting. And, and I'm sure, so water is essentially top of mind all the time in Murrieta. It is. Uh, obviously, we've been through several years of drought here in Southern California, and and Murrieta um, has not been immune to the to the impacts of drought. So we've all had to look at ways to uh, further conserve water. Uh, we're fortunate that this last winter was uh, was wet and and replenished some of the state supplies, but. That cycle will repeat again here in Southern California. So it's something that we always have to keep in mind. So what are your main water sources? And if you could tell us which water districts do you work with and how do they ensure that Murrieta has reliable supply of drinking water? Sure. As I as I mentioned briefly, we have uh, four water districts. Now, that's unusual. Most most cities um, only have to work with one water supplier, one district, or they may be uh, a water supplier themselves. Uh, however, we're a little bit unusual in that we work with four water districts, and those districts are uh, Eastern Municipal Water District, Western Municipal Water District, Rancho California Water District, and Elsinore Valley Municipal Water District. Uh, to varying degrees, those water suppliers, those districts, get their water from either the state water project, so it comes down through the Bay Delta, or uh, through the from the Colorado River, um, or uh, to a lesser extent, uh, local groundwater aquifers. So some combination of those three things uh, is where the districts get their supply. But what all of the districts are doing now is working on, on uh, ways to take uh, treated water, uh, treated wastewater, and inject that into groundwater aquifers. And then uh, that is available for use at some point in the future as potable water. So uh, the districts uh, are also expanding their and diversifying their water portfolio um, through through reutilization of uh, of recycled water. Recycled water is, is such a hot topic right now. Uh, we covered also the Sea of Oceanside. They have uh, pure water also um, planned that it's um, helping also provide drinking water to 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 the community, to the city. So um, it is definitely one of the, the sources that cities are relying on nowadays. So how is the city addressing water sustainability in its new housing developments and landscape guidelines? So that's a good question. Uh, there are there are other uh, uh, laws or statutes that the state has. Uh, for example, Assembly Bill 1881. Um, which was which was passed in 2006, updated an earlier 
uh, bill that was uh, AB 325, as I recall. Uh, and that uh, those two bills uh, require local agencies or jurisdictions to develop water efficient landscape ordinances. So the city of Murrieta has done that. Um, and those ordinances uh, deal with a number of different um, uh, techniques for landscape irrigation. Uh, one, uh, one component of that or one of the requirements is drip irrigation is typically required to some extent um, in water efficient uh, landscape ordinances. Um, they also, uh, the ordinance also addresses uh, irrigation cr uh, controller requirements um, to, to take advantage of improvements in technology uh, like CalSense has done. Um, it, it prohibits, typically prohibits spray irrigation uh, within so many feet of impervious surfaces or spray irrigation in areas that are, that are less than eight feet wide. Those are just some of the more specific requirements in the ordinances. Uh, so the city has uh, kept its ordinance uh, updated and uh, that, that updated, our updated landscape standards can be found in uh, our development code. Uh, for those that might be interested, it's uh, uh, chapter 16, section 28. So we also report annually on our compliance efforts with the model uh, water efficient landscape ordinance. Uh, all of those things together are how we, um, uh, or some, some of what we're doing uh, to, uh, to address sustainability issues with new development. Um, there's other building code items that address water that's not landscape use, uh, but all of those things work together again. That is fantastic. So, as we've mentioned already, you know, Murrieta is growing and it is growing fast. So there is definitely more need for parks and community facilities. So how do you address water usage among it, among your parks and community facilities? So that's a uh, that's a good question. We have um, in the city of Murrieta, we're a, we're a population of about one hundred and uh, 15,000 uh, approximately. And we have 53 parks in our city, uh, which is a, which is a ton of parks for a jurisdiction of our size. But we also have a relatively small staff to oversee those parks. So one of the things that, uh, that we do is we utilize, um, I would say over half of our controllers, irrigation, irrigation controllers here in the city. Our CalSense controllers. I'm not sure if you knew that, but uh, but we we utilize those and take advantage of a number of the built-in sensor options and programming flexibility to help us not only reduce water use but manage um, our water use. Uh, some of those some of those things that that we uh, take advantage of are also the remote monitoring and programming capabilities, so that we can make adjustments uh, easily to a number of the controllers at the same time when we have to do that. Uh, other things I've alluded to earlier, for example, we uh, we utilize drip irrigation where that's possible uh, in order to apply um, landscape water more efficiently. Now, sometimes that doesn't work, right? If you have uh, athletic fields, you're certainly not gonna utilize uh, drip irrigation, um, but we also uh, monitor how we're applying water to our athletic fields and and don't apply that in periods where 
it wouldn't be very efficient. For example, in the heat of the day where we can avoid that or in real windy periods. We also utilize a low water use plant materials that are best suited for the region. So all of those things, again, work together. And it's just some of the things that uh, that we've been doing in our parks and facilities. Well, we are definitely very proud to serve the city of Murrieta and many other cities in California and just here in Southern California, such as Vista and Oceanside. So what are some new community amenities being planned for the city? Well, this is a fun question. We have uh, we have a few things that uh, that that we've been working on that are that are exciting. Uh, one of the things is we're we're working on a location uh, to build a new um, new soccer facilities and a soccer complex. That process has been underway for for a bit, and it won't be completed in the next few months. But we're working hard on that, so that's an exciting new set of amenities that we'll offer to the residents of our city. Uh, we're also just starting work on a on a new uh, community pool complex, so that's exciting. But but kind of in keeping with uh, the water theme of our conversation, uh, I would say one of the most exciting projects will be the reopening of the Murrieta Hot Springs Resort. Uh, I'm sure some people will be familiar with the resort or may remember it uh, from years and years ago, but it's a uh, an area that has natural hot springs that are available, and those hot springs are utilized to feed um, several pools and soaking tubs in the resort. So when that resort opens, which is scheduled to be at the end of the year, not only will it have lodging uh, for guests uh, to come and stay overnight or for, for a few days, but it'll have um, uh, restaurants. And then, of course, the famous uh, pools uh, and uh, hot spring fed uh, soaking tubs. So we're really looking forward to that. That uh, that that'll be again uh, the first part of end of the year, first part of next year, and we hope that a lot of folks come and check that out. Well, this all sounds very exciting, but I just have to tell you, I'm particularly excited about the soccer fields. <laughs> I'm officially a soccer mom, and I've actually traveled with my son to Temecula. So we would really look forward to check out those soccer fields once they're done. Well, we're excited about that too. It's it's been a bit of a challenge, but we're uh, we're still moving forward with that project. If successful, we'll bring an additional uh, seven new fields in one location, along with some training facilities that would go along uh, go along with that. So that also is something that I think will be heavily used by not only folks here in the city but folks in Southwest Riverside County. So the city has a healthy community element of its general plan that addresses the importance of community health and well-being for your residents. How do vibrant parks and community facilities play a role in implementing this plan? In order to have a vibrant city in uh, a city where people want to come uh, and live, it's a combination of being able to have areas that uh, you have to have jobs, so you have to have areas to work, uh, but you also have to have areas to um, to live and to play. And obviously our parks and trail system that we have here in the city provide uh, 
recreational opportunities for our residents and for others. So they play a vital role in, in the, the creating uh, what we think is a real vibrant city here in Marietta. We have a number of youth sports organizations in the community, and we hold a number of events in our parks. In addition to where the sports organizations um, use our parks to play, we have events like our annual birthday bash uh, and our Father's Day car show. And we also hold movies in the parks. So there's the, the parks provide an opportunity for our residents to come out and, and unwind and um, engage in either passive or active recreation. And they're really a, 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 an essential part of the fabric of the community. So that's why uh, they're described in the, in the, one of the general plan elements. Wonderful. I, I am, I am so glad I got to talk to you today uh, and get to get caught up on all these exciting things going on in Murrieta. Ivan, it's been a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, it's been my pleasure. I appreciate you inviting me to come on and, uh, and I would look forward to, uh, to talking with you soon. That was Assistant City Manager for the City of Murrieta, Ivan Holler. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to listen to other episodes, visit calsons.com slash podcast or search for H2Omics on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, I'm Carolina Alban Stoey. Thank you.